Hello, welcome back to Epic. Uh, so today is the final lesson. Uh, thank you for staying with me all the way. Today, I will talk about what we can do. I will give you some useful tips and advice to fight climate change. To briefly recap, modern society cannot operate without energy. Energy is responsible for 73.2% of all greenhouse gas emissions. Energy is primarily divided into three big sectors. Firstly, energy use in industry, transport, which most of it is still by road, and finally, energy use in buildings. Agriculture, forestry, and land use are responsible for 18.4%, and uh, these are things like agricultural soils, rice cultivation, and crop burning. Finally, there's a 3.2% waste and 5.2% industry, which is typically chemicals and cement production. For us people, it means that there will be more frequent and powerful storms and floods. There's more evaporation from the oceans. That means there's more moisture in the air. So it later comes down in form of very powerful localized rainfall. And it can flood vast areas. On the other hand, it will also result in more droughts as some regions in the world become drier. Whether you're experiencing more floods or more droughts, this leads to more hunger because now you have crops uh, that have failed and the livestock that has died. On top of the damage to the crops, natural disasters can increase damage to the infrastructure, for example, transportation as well as distribution of the food. Glaciers and ice sheets are melting. The extent of sea ice is decreasing. For example, the Arctic sea ice has been declining very steadily since the 1970s. Uh, the Greenland and Antarctic ice sheets, which between them store the majority of the world's freshwater, are both shrinking at an accelerated rate. Now, this water ends up in the oceans and it affects people around the world because sea levels rise. Sea levels also rise because in a warmer climate, as air temperature increases, the sea absorbs more heat from the atmosphere and becomes hotter. This causes it to expand. Finally, as I mentioned before, uh, the animal populations are decreasing all over the world. People who usually deny climate change used to say, hey, it's not happening, it's a hoax. And now they're saying it's happening, but it's not that bad. But using climate models, we can accurately predict the temperature increases will hit 1.5 degrees Celsius between 2040 and 2050. And by the end of the century, our planet could be 3 to 6 degrees Celsius hotter. Producing food will become more difficult and access to clean drinking water will be a serious problem. So, while climate deniers usually mock the catastrophic human-caused global warming, the sad reality is that it is looking more and more likely every day. But it is critical that we don't give up and that we keep doing everything we can to reduce our emissions as much as possible in order to avoid as many catastrophic consequences as possible for the sake of future generations and all species on Earth. The future climate will likely be more challenging for life on Earth than today's, but we still can and must limit the damage. What can we do as individuals to help fight climate change? Well, first of all, you can raise awareness, and that's what I hope to do through this course, for example. 
You can talk to others about climate change. You can hold school assemblies. You can make posters. You can start an eco club. You can write articles for local newspapers or you can speak uh, on local radio, for example. As long as you are well-informed and science literate, I don't see the problem. We should all try to reduce our energy use. While it is a relatively small change, eventually it accumulates to make a relatively big difference. For example, you could switch to energy-saving light bulbs or you could turn off the lights in rooms you're not in. Uh, but also you can change your fridge so that it creates less emissions or you can change your AC that uh, it's more eco-friendly. Transportation is a pretty big chunk of global CO2 emissions. It's about 16% and most of that is by road. Maybe people could travel less, try to carpool. Uh, maybe they can try to travel more locally instead of internationally. One example I can give you here is that a normal transatlantic round-trip flight can release around 1.6 tons of CO2, almost as much as the average yearly emissions of one person in India. You can reduce, reuse, and recycle to reduce waste. Uh, we generate a lot of waste as human beings. Definitely when it comes to recycling, even nations that claim to be recycling quite a lot, like Japan, the recycling rate there is only about 20%. In more advanced nations like, say, Germany, even there, it's 65%. So there's a lot of room for improvement. The big one is that we have to push the energy industry away from fossil fuel consumption. That means away from carbon, oil, and natural gas. And replacing them with renewable and cleaner sources of energy. Experts estimate that we have to cut our CO2 emissions almost by half by the year 2030. We have to rethink how we consume food. A lot of greenhouse gas emissions come from production and transportation of food. Take a loaf of bread, for example. Uh, farming the ingredients, then transporting them in trucks, planes or ships. Making the packaging, transporting the loaves to shops and supermarkets and lighting and heating the supermarkets where they are sold. Food makes up a quarter of the carbon footprint in the UK, and it's something we can all help make a difference with. By reducing your consumption of animal protein by half, you can cut your diet's carbon footprint by more than 40%. When it comes to renewable energy, there was a report published by the International Renewable Energy Agency, or IRENA, and they said that the cost of generating power from onshore wind has fallen by 23% since 2010, while the cost of solar photovoltaic electricity has fallen 73% in that time. As the prices continue to fall, Irina says that all renewable energy technologies should be competitive on price with fossil fuels by the year 2020. So while renewable energy appears expensive on the surface, Irina found that several of the most uh, commonly used renewables like solar, geothermal, bioenergy, and hydropower and wind will be on par or cheaper than fossil fuels by 2020. Some of them are already more cost-effective. Ultimately, our biggest influence comes to things like voting and pressuring companies. What I mean is, you have to exercise your right as a citizen and as a consumer to put pressure on the governments 
and on companies to make the system-wide changes that are needed. One example could be if you go to the supermarket and you look at a product you want to buy, for example, and in the ingredients you see that it has palm oil from Indonesia, then don't buy that product. Boycott that product. Tell your friends and family about it so they don't buy it either. And that's how you can pressure these industries because these industries will keep existing as long as we keep giving them money. So in the end, some farmer in Indonesia uh, might lose their job, yes, or some coal mines will close. That's why we have to help with the transition progress uh, process for these workers so that, for example, they are trained in solar so that when they do lose their job at the coal mine, they can get a job in the solar industry. In conclusion, we are all responsible for a certain amount of greenhouse gases pumped into the atmosphere. Generally speaking, the people who are richer emit more greenhouse gases than a poor person. That means we have to look at ourselves in the mirror, that is, if you have a mirror to look in. There are many actions we can take on an individual level, but really to tackle the problem, we have to take on the energy industry, the transportation industry, and the agriculture industry. This can be achieved by pressuring politicians, by voting, and also by boycotting certain companies that damage the environment. Instead of an uh, ecological top-down approach where man is at the top of the pyramid, we need to embrace an ecological one uh, where we coexist with all our other species. Finally, I would like to say that I designed this course to be a crash course on climate change. Now you know the theory, you know how it applies in the real world, and now it's really up to you, it's up to all of us to take action on a micro and macro level. Now, there's a ton of literature on the internet, and I strongly urge you to go read some things if you're interested in the topic. And this is very important here, you always have to double check the source of the article you're reading, because maybe you'll read something that says, climate change is a hoax, the sea level is not rising, and you think, wait a second, I just heard on the Epic course that all these things are happening, so what's the deal here? Try to look at who wrote the articles and where they got the information from. In the vast majority of cases, that information came from people who are paid by the fossil fuel industry, or some highly motivated individuals who are experts at cherry picking, for example. But actually, there's a myriad of logical fallacies, and again, I urge you to go and study each and every one of them. Learning them will help you identify the people trying to pull your leg and the diversionary tactics used. While in reality, in the scientific world, there is an over 97% consensus among climate scientists that climate change is happening and that we are making things worse. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I recommend checking out the website because it has visuals. It also has a quiz section and answer section. Uh, the easiest way to find it is to go to Google and type Epic Climate Change Course. And usually it brings up the listenable link, but that's just an audio link anyway. Uh, but there might be a YouTube video, which has a picture of a tree, a forest basically. Uh, and so that's it. If you click on that, there is a link in there to the main website. So unfortunately I don't have a domain, so I don't have a direct link, but anyway, 
Uh, stay tuned for more.